Thank you, Lord, for another amazing day, a day full of your love, a day full of your mercy, a day full of your kindness, a day full of your grace. We are going to have a happy and blessed today. This is Pray With Me. Let's get these blessings started. A daily podcast hosted by me, Pamela Staten. Welcome, welcome listeners. We're up to 10,558, just saying. Um, Our numbers with Apple Podcasts have increased 24% and our male listenership is still rising. So our God is so good. I'm dedicating today's podcast to Abisola, a nice young lady I met visiting town, uh, supporting her brother. She did say she'd be listening. So here's a shout out to you. It was lovely to meet you. Dedicating the podcast to my sister, Patty. Aw, she gives me such lovely compliments and she just talks about how praying is changing her life daily. So good. God is working on her behalf. And most importantly, we are dedicating today's podcast to the best daddy I know. And uh, it is his birthday. This is a loving man, a gentle man, and he's just blessed by God um, raising, you know, two beautiful daughters. Happy birthday, Ian. God continue to bless you. Lots of love coming your way. Let us pray. In the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, amen. And today's prayer, we are to have faith and stay in prayer. In the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us, and lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil. Amen. Close your eyes, bow your head. This is a meditation for encouragement written by Avis Marcus. Lord, I am seeking you today for encouragement. Sometimes it's difficult to maintain a spiritual focus when there are no visible signs of progress in my life. 
I feel like I am striving to live in your will and walk in your path. You designate me, but I do not see the victory. And in my state of confusion, it seems like the adversary is winning. However, I know he is not. Lord, I know you see me and hear me. Your silence is not a departure from me, but a way to compel me to move closer to you. When I read your word, I am reminded of how encouragement is a necessity to continue on this faith walk. And I am also cognizant of how you encourage and bless steadfast faith. So Father, help me to remember who I am in you and the personal words of encouragement that you speak to me. Most of all, remind me that you are always with me regardless of how I am feeling. Father, today, I might be feeling a little defeated. My accomplishments are few and the obstacles seem insurmountable. I know you are an encourager, so please hurry and help me to overcome this sense of failure and replace it with an attitude of hope. Help me to remember other times when I experienced spiritual lows, but you prevented me from falling. I recognize you as my provider. I recognize you as my hope. And I recognize you as my joy. As I pray, penetrate any feelings of despair and remove any discouragement. Eliminate doubt. Remind me to rely less on my feelings of loss and more on your promise to always be with me as my father. I realize your word is true, so help me to be encouraged in your word and to expect my prayers to be answered and my hope to be fulfilled. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Jeremiah 21, uh, actually, sorry, Jeremiah 29, verses 11 through 13 says, For I know the thoughts that I think toward you, says the Lord, thoughts of peace and not evil, to give you a future and a hope. Then you will call upon me and go and pray to me, and I will listen to you. And you will seek me and find me when you search for me with all my heart. Amen. Here's a little story I'm going to share. It's of a young girl who watched her mother peer out her window at the neighbor's laundry hanging on the line. Mm, The mother said, look at their laundry. Who would hang such dirty laundry out there for everyone to see? She should be ashamed. The young girl looked closer. She touched the window with her finger and looked at the dirt there. Mama, she said, It's not 
their laundry that's dirty. It's your window. Too often, we are so quick to judge others on their shortcomings. We focus on the specks of other people's lives. Meanwhile, our own windows are dirty. Jesus clearly tells us that we must first get rid of the plank in our own eye before we try to criticize others. Amen. Be right back with God's promises and God's way day by day. Just going to have a good old prayer day with you. Stay right there. And God's promises for your life. Philippians chapter 2 says, It is God who works in you both to will and to do for his good pleasure. For the child of God, the development of patience has two enormous benefits. First, it produces within our character tremendous strength and endurance. Secondly, As we are patient under adversity, we discover the great faithfulness of our God in every situation. Psalm 147 says, Great is our Lord, mighty in power. His understanding is infinite. No means of measure can define God's limitless love. No barrier can hinder him from pouring out his blessings. He forgives and he forgets. He creates and he cleanses. He restores and he rebuilds. He comforts and he carries. He lifts and he loves. He is the God of the second chance. Hallelujah. Amen. And Joshua 21:45 says, "Not a word failed of any good thing which the Lord has spoken to the house of Israel, all came to pass." The word of God and the word of God alone is the basis for our faith. It reveals the character of God and records his mighty works both of which encourage us to believe and obey. The precepts of God reveal his will, and we can obey them by faith because God's commandments are still God's enablements. The promises of God are dependable. Amen. Having been justified by faith, we have peace with God. That's Romans 5.1. Many of us have entered the Christian life by faith, but having entered, we are inclined to shift our ground. We come to feel that we will become righteous, and that is remain acceptable to God only as we do certain things. Yet with a concerted voice, the New Testament writers teach that God's supreme interest is in what we are, not what we do. 
Psalm 25. Who is the man that fears the Lord? Him shall he teach his way. He chooses. It is not fair, we say. It is not fair that I was born in poverty or that I sing so poorly or that I run so slowly. But the scales of life were forever tipped on the side of fairness when God planted a tree in the Garden of Eden. All complaints were silenced when Adam and his descendants were given free will, the freedom to make whatever eternal choice we desire. Any injustice in this life is offset by the honor of choosing our destiny in the next. Amen. God's way, day by day. The change Jesus brings into our lives includes a tremendous challenge to become more than we presently are. Jesus is not a friend who leaves us in our weakness, winks at our sin, or allows us to continue in error. Nope. He accepts us where we are, but at the same time, he challenges us to move forward toward wholeness, toward perfection, and with genuine excellence. He challenges us to become all that our Creator designed us to be and do. He equips us with His presence so that we can move forward where we are to where He desires us to be. We can move forward from where we are to where He desires us to be. You may ask yourself, who is in control of my material resources? So if you think you're in control, you're wrong. You certainly have a responsibility to be a good steward, a good manager of the resources God has given to you, but sadly you are not in control, not of your income or the material substance that comes your way. Every single thing you have is a gift from God to you. He is the one who has given you the energy, the vitality, the health, the ideas, and the opportunities that have led to your possessing all that you have. He will continue to provide for you as you trust him as you obey him and as you seek to do his will. Amen. Every word of God is pure. He is a shield to those who put their trust in him. That's Proverbs 30. The more we come to know God, the more we are going to learn the way that God works the things that God desires to do in our lives and in the lives of others, and the plans that God has made for mankind's eternal good. We are going to feel God's heartbeat. What disappoints God is going to disappoint us. 
What brings joy to heaven is going to bring joy to us. What brings concern to the Lord is going to concern us. We are going to see things from God's perspective and we are going to grow in our desire to love others as God loves them. Amen. As the clay is in the potter's hand, so are you in the hand of the Lord. When we undergo an experience of emotional healing, it is often as if we are broken so that the Lord can completely remake us. Emotional healing is refashioning ourselves. It's a process. The clay is still the same. The end design is still the same. But the process requires a breaking and a rebuilding so that the flaws can be removed. Not only are we to remain steadfast, but we are to be joyful that God is at work in our lives. We are to thank him daily that he is healing us, restoring us, and making us whole. We are who we are, each one of us, because the Lord is making us who we are. We are his workmanship and we should be proud. Amen. Remember that God's love is flowing toward each one of us as a deep, wide, beautiful, and never-ending river. It is just up to us to jump in. God's love is unconditional. You can't earn unconditional love. You can't merit it in any way. You can't deserve it. If God says you are worthy of his love, it is because it is his desire to love you. There's nothing you can do to win more of God's love. He gives it unconditional. And his love is given to us because of who we are, his creation. It is not grounded on any other premise. Amen. Feeling good today, just flowing, flowing, flowing. So you know wisdom's coming. So let's get some. Stay right there. Be right back. We haven't read our Proverbs in a minute. So take a deep breath. Here we go. The Lord detests the use of dishonest scales, but he delights in accurate weights. Pride leads to disgrace, but with humility comes wisdom. Honesty guides good people. Dishonesty destroys treacherous people. Riches won't help on the day of judgment, but right living can save you from death. 
The godly are directed by honesty. The wicked fall beneath their load of sin. The godliness of good people rescues them. The ambition of treacherous people traps them. When the wicked die, their hopes die with them, for they rely on their own feeble strength. The godly are rescued from trouble, and it falls on the wicked instead. With their words, the godless destroy their friends, but knowledge will rescue the righteous. The whole city celebrates when the godly succeed. They shout for joy when the wicked die. Upright citizens are good for a city and make it prosper, but the talk of the wicked tears it apart. It is foolish to belittle one's neighbor. A sensible person keeps quiet. A gossip goes around telling secrets, but those who are trustworthy can keep a confidence. Without wise leadership, a nation falls there's safety in many advisors. There's danger in putting up security for a stranger's debt. It's safer not to guarantee another person's debt. A gracious woman gains respect, but ruthless men gain only wealth. Your kindness will reward you, but your cruelty will destroy you. Evil people get rich for the moment, but the reward of the godly will last. Godly people find life. Evil people find death. The Lord detests people with crooked hearts, but he delights those with integrity. Evil people will surely be punished, but the children of the godly will go free. A beautiful woman who lacks discretion is like a gold ring in a pig's snout. The godly can look forward to a reward while the wicked can expect only judgment. Give freely and become more wealthy. Be stingy and lose everything. The generous will prosper. Those who refresh others will themselves be refreshed. People curse those who hoard their grain, but they bless the one who sells in time of need. If you search for good, you will find favor. But if you search for evil, it will find you. Trust in your money and down you go. But the godly, they flourish like leaves in spring. Those who bring trouble on their families inherit the wind. The fool will be a servant to the wise. The seeds of good deeds becomes a tree of life. A wise person wins friends. If the righteous are rewarded here on earth, what will happen to the wicked sinners? Amen. Four minutes, 29 seconds.
Proverbs are awesome. There are Proverbs printed for each day. 31 days of most months. 31 Proverbs. Guaranteed. And God's purpose for your life. Psalm 57, it says, Be gracious to me, O God, for my soul takes refuge in you. As David fled from his home and ran from King Saul into the wilderness, he understood true loneliness. His despair went beyond the isolation of leaving his loved ones behind. Rather, he was driven in the solitary wasteland with no provision or place to lay his head. This was when he cried out to the only one who would never abandon him, the Lord God. Perhaps you've experienced a loneliness as profound and all-encompassing as David's. However, even before you were born, the Lord knew that you would encounter this season and he has a plan for leading you through it. He is as close as you will let him be. Just like David, you have the privilege of calling out to God, asking him to be the friend, the protector, and the provider you need. So instead of giving in to despair, go to him. Jesus promised you that he would not leave you as an orphan, but would come to you through the presence of the Holy Spirit. The Spirit seals you in Christ, never abandoning you, but always reminding you of God's perfect provision and presence. Listeners, Ian, the Lord is with you. So just like David, take heart and know that there are better days ahead. Jesus, thank you. Thank you for your constant presence with me. I take refuge in you, O Lord. Amen. Listeners, thank you for coming to pray with me. I just want to say that we are not here to judge others. Just take the plank from your own eye and continue building your relationship with God. Judge not so that ye will not be judged. Have a beautiful birthday. Everyone else have a fantastic and glorious day. Amen.
Bye for now.